0: friends. House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you enjoy the viewing. Entitled The Will of God in an Effort. Key word, effort. The will of God in an effort. We're going to be coming out of the book of James and the first chapter. I want you to hold your place there because that's going to be the main text for a moment. But I want us to go to Proverbs 24, verse 6. And when you get there, please say amen. Proverbs 24, verse 6. The word of the Lord tells us that through wise counsel does a man make war. You see it there? Through wise counsel. Because in the multitude of counselors, amen, there dwells safety, right? You see it there. Everybody see that? Why is it that man think they know so much that they don't want counsel? Why is that? When the Bible tells us without counsel, no man goes to war. Because in the multitude of the counsel dwells safety. I would want to be safe when I'm going to war. As safe as I possibly can. Because war is a terrible thing. Hmm. But war is war. War means that something is in opposition with another. Correct? Hold your place in James. Go with me to Romans, the 7th chapter, verse 18, 22 and 23. When you get there, say amen. It says in verse 18 of Romans 7, it says... Verse 18 says, for I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dweller no good thing. For to will, title of the message is the will of God in an effort. For to will is present with me. In other words, the will of God is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. Y'all see it there. Y'all see it there. You see, the will of God is present in us. But the problem is this. We don't know how to perform it. Verse 22 says, For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. That word law there means the will of God. See, I delight in the will of God after my inward man. But I see another will, another law in my what? Members. Members. And since we're talking about war, what is it doing? Warring against the will or the law of my mind. And bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. So you see what's going on here, church? There's a war going on. There's a war between the spirit and the flesh going on, as stated here in Romans, the seventh chapter, right? We're talking about the will of God in an effort. I want to do what God would have me to do. He's saying, I will. The will to do is present, but I got a problem because I don't know how to perform it. That's the apostle speaking. I bet it's like that for all of us, too doesn't matter whether we admit it or not. I guarantee you, you ain't where you think you are with this. I guarantee you that. Now, some of us, we can't take counsel. We bail out as soon as counsel comes. I don't want to hear it. Well, don't hear it. It's still going to speak to you at the end of the day. <laughs> Same thing you didn't want to hear over here, God got it waiting for you at the end of your days, at the end of your days. Amen? I told y'all last week now it's getting late. I told you now. James represents the will of God. James is a servant of God. See, the will of God serves God. And of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which are, what? Scattered abroad. greeting. That means that they're scattered everywhere, the twelve tribes. Okay? Now, The word 12 represents the, number 12 represents the divine purpose of God for you and your life, all right? See, everybody got a divine purpose in their life. That's why God wants us to know what's in the Bible, because by not knowing what's in the Bible, we don't know how to discover our divine purpose. See, this thing is bigger than us. This thing is bigger than this world. This thing is bigger than our flesh. This thing is bigger than self. This thing that God is trying to teach us is God himself. Because he made us in the image and the likeness of him. And therefore, he wants to teach us and grow us up. To be just like him. Because the Bible says when he comes, we should be just like him. It didn't say we should be like another man. It said we should be like him. That's my father. And if I'm his child, when I grow up, I'm going to be just like him. Now the word of God tells us that these twelve tribes, that word tribe, they say they're scattered everywhere. Now that word tribe there means mark of authority. And that's what God has given us. He has given us rulership, a royal priesthood, kings and priests. He's placed a mark of authority on us. That's what he's done. Every one of us that's in Christ is part of this 12 tribe because we're part of that mark of authority. Because God has given us kinship and rulership. See, 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 our future ain't tied up with those that don't want to do. Our future is tied into those that want to do. Have you got any want to in you? Huh? Have you got any want to in you? Because we can't get nothing done without some want to now. See, we got to have some want to in us, right? See, you got to have some want to to get up out of bed, you got to have some want to to serve the Lord. You got to have some want to. to, That's why we call it the will of God in an what? Effort. In an effort. So the word tells us that these tribes, this mark of authority, these people who have this mark of authority, the church, the Christian, the call out ones, they're scattered abroad. And it, then it says, greeting. He wants to talk to us a minute. All right? Now, hold your place and go with me to Revelation 7, verse 9. Revelation 7, verse 9. Say they scattered everywhere, didn't they? Verse 9 said, After this, now this is the end of the book now. This is the end of the book. After this, I beheld, and lo, uh, what kind of multitude? Which no man could number. Of what kind of nation? Oh. Didn't didn't have didn't say nothing about no one nation did it. It said it came out of all. Remember James said they scattered abroad. Didn't he say it? Those that are in that tribe have this mark of authority. That's, we we in there. We've been grafted in. We in there now. We're part of this thing just as much as anybody else. Don't you ever put yourself like, like uh, as a sub, subhuman to somebody over there in another land. No, 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 that ain't like that. That ain't what God intended in this. God intended in this for all of us to be all inclusive through Jesus Christ. That's what God tells us. So God says here now, they came out of all nations. From every kindred, wow. Wait a minute! Every kindred, so it ain't no one race. It's everybody, whosoever will, let him come. Cause Christ died for everybody. Amen. See, see what y'all don't know is that's why. See, God is such a just God. That's why Jesus, and I'll get back to this. That's why Jesus, when he was uh, went down into hell, into the tomb, into the grave, cause hell means the grave. He went and he preached. The, B- the book of Peter said he went and he preached to those that were dead, to the dead souls. He preached the gospel to them because, see, they had to hear the gospel too. They had to have a chance. The biggest revival that's ever been was when Jesus went down in the grave and preached to those who had never been preached to about salvation. A whole lot of people got saved and came up with him. It says it in the book that the graves were open and the saints it said showed themselves around jerusalem ones that had died see he went down and he preached the gospel to a dead man raised him up gave him a chance to get saved so jesus had to be in order for god to be found he had to preach to those that were dead oh yeah is in the book of peter he had to preach to those souls that were dead, those souls that's alive now, and those souls that's gonna be, they gonna hear. Mm-hmm. they gonna hear too. See, everybody gotta hear, so otherwise God wouldn't be a fair God. Come on, y'all. Come on. See the see there ain't no inconsistency in the Bible if you know where to look and know what you're looking for. All nations. Somebody say all nations. All, nations. all tongues. All, all kindreds. All, kindred. all, all people, everybody, whosoever will. Let him come. Let him come. Let him get grafted into this thing. You know what I'm saying? Now watch what's happening here. In verse four, it says, "And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed a hundred and forty and four thousand of how many of the tribes of the children of Israel? All the tribes. See, first of all, for you, you got to know that you're a part of this. See, you in there too." That's the first thing you need to know. If you saved, you in that number. Now, you got a lot of people who think it ain't going to be but 144,000. The Jehovah's Witness said it ain't going to be but 144,000 go to heaven. Well, that's crazy. That's insanity. You know what I'm saying? Now, you got folk that's saying, well, that's a special breed. It is a special breed, but it ain't of 144,000 like you think it is. No, you gotta learn how to count the number. Here is wisdom. One plus four plus four, and the zeros don't add up to nothing. One plus four plus four equals what? Nine, remember? It equals nine. Nine represents the Christ did man. Jesus died on the ninth hour, and he entered into paradise on the ninth hour. And on this day, you shall be in paradise with me. In other words, when I leave, you go too. Number nine. And I told y'all before, you can take the number nine and you can make another Christed man in infinity. I don't care. You can go, I don't care how you do it, you can go two times nine is 18. Count it. One plus eight, nine. You got you another. Three times nine is what, 27? Count it. Two plus seven equals nine. You got you another. When you see, we're talking about public... A multiplication. Four times nine is what? Forty-five, is that what it is? Huh? Thirty-six? Well, count that. Three plus six is what? You can go to infinity with that number and still count it and come up with nine. Because God said be fruitful and do what? Multiply. Multiply what? Another one like me. Another one like me. So the, 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 the numbers have a secret value to them. So there were 12,000 and prayer represents the divine purpose of God in man. It is God's divine purpose that we praise him, right? 12,000 came out of Judah. Do you see it there? Read the book. Judah means praise. It's God's divine purpose that we give him praise. Of the tribe of Asher were sealed, how many? 12,000. Asher means happiness and joy. It's God's divine purpose that we have joy and happiness. You understand what I'm saying here? Then there's 12,000 that came out of Simeon. Simeon means hearing of the word of God. Romans ten seventeen say says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing cometh by the word of God. But it goes on to say, well, how can you heal without a preacher? And how can he preach unless he's been sent? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it goes on to say that, too. There's Levi. Twelve thousand came out of Levi. Twelve is the divine purpose of God. Levi means join together and assemble. Is not that God's divine purpose, that we join together and assemble ourselves together and forsake not to assemble ourselves together? Is that not the word of God? If, if you're doing this at your convenience, it's never going to work for you. God is looking for those that are committed. Then there's Joseph, which means God adds the increase. God say, Paul say, I planted Apollo's water, but it's God that added the increase. See, God want to add increase in your life. God don't want you to worry about this or that. Oh, God, look, listen to me. I guarantee you this. All God wants you to do is take one step to do better on your own. And watch what God do for you. That's all He wants. Because see, my success ain't whether people are with me or not. My success is whether God is with me or not. I found that out a long time ago. Amen. It's been a whole bunch of folk left the church thinking that the church would go fall. You crazy. You'll fall before the church will fall. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. The devil is a stinking liar. He's a liar. He always tricking people. Always. The Bible says now if we allow patience to have its perfect work that we won't be wanting nothing. That's, I just read that. But see we bail out the car. Go, car going 75 miles now and we roll out of it. Head all skin up. We bail out. On a highway with tractor trailers. And it, We seen them do that one time, didn't we, bring Right there on the exit, right over there. Coming down I 85. She's trying to bail out the car. All because her patients wore out. When your patients wore out, guess what? You go loony. You get crazy when your patients wore out, and then everything would come in. Frustration, anger, rage, anxiety, you know, all that good stuff that kill you quick. See, blessed is the man that endures temptation, for when he is tried, and being tried will humble you, he shall receive the crown of of life, which the Lord had promised him. This is a promise, and all the promises of God are yea and amen, according to the Bible, that the Lord had promised to them that love him. Well, that crown of life is the mark of genuine royalty. Now, that's pretty deep. Now, the Lord says, I promise you, if you pass the test of patience, and hang in there with me, that I'm going to give you the mark of genuine royalty. He's already said that he made us a royal priesthood. Now, I guarantee you the kind of royalty he got, Solomon ain't got nothing on it. You understand what I'm saying? That's a promise that the Lord has given us. And if God's word says all the promises of God are yea and amen, then that's true. God said, if you just stay patient with me, then you'll receive the mark of genuine royalty. Because Revelation 1-6 tells us that Jesus Christ has made us kings and priests unto God. That's royalty. That's royalty. Now, this thing's already done. Look at verse 17. We're doing good. Verse 17 says, every good gift. Are you there? That word gift there ain't the same as the second gift. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. It is not from below. every good and perfect gift. It's from above. And cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. That means it's straight up and down. Okay? Now, watch this. Through every good gift, that word first gift means possessor of all things. The Father of light possesses Everything. Are you with me? The second gift and every perfect gift is from above because that word gift there means benefactor. You know what a benefactor is? That's somebody that possesses something that can give it to another. So God is the possessor of all the gifts and he's also the benefactor. Not only do he own it, but he can give it. You understand? And every good and perfect gift comes from above. And it says he don't have no variableness. It is what it is. And no turning of shadow. That means that he don't play no games with it. It's straight up and down. It's straight up and down. And the reason why we can't get, hear me good, the reason why we can't get what we need from God is because those of us who's having trouble getting what we need from God is because, you see, he says, my stuff is straight up and down, but we're wobbling. So he can't get it to us because we ain't never in position, patient, see what I'm saying, stay in the car. You jump out the car, at 75 miles an hour, but he's getting ready to bless you. But you think you all blessed. See, this is what the devil will do. The devil will give you something, and you'll think you're blessed don't y'all know that the devil would bless you too? He tried to bless Jesus. He said, Jesus, if you just bite out of me, I'll give you all this. It belongs to me. I'll give you everything because it's mine to give you. Mm -hmm. Now he's bragging about what he's taking from man. You know what I'm saying? So so we we don't stay in position long enough to get the straight up down from God. So every time that your God try to give it to us, we don't move out of the way. You make war through wise counsel, and in the multitude of counselors dwells safety. We don't like counsel. The thing is a counselor going down the road down I eighty five. Them things when you veer off and you go to making that noise, that's your counselor trying to tell you straighten it up. Now, you don't have to. But I can guarantee you this. If you don't, it won't be long before you get your head busted. And that's the same way life is. That's the same way life is. Same way. So God's word, it goes on and it tells us in verse 18 that of his own will. Talking about the will of God in an effort. In his own will begot he us with the word of what? True. That we should be a kind of, ooh, first fruits of his creatures. Now, that's some heavy stuff right there. Now, wait a minute. Y'all remember last year, week? Now, that, that, that word first fruit means persons that's superior in excellence to others that are of the same. That's what that word first fruit means. This is a, spirit, a, 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 a superior race. Those of us who are in Christ are of a superior race. You understand? Now, he says that we are made, he begot us through the word of truth, through his own will, that we should be a kind of first fruits, persons superior in excellence to others of the same. That's what the word first fruits mean, of his creatures. Now, last week we talked about how God created the world. Spiritual and physical, right? It ain't just one world. It's, and all of it's linked together, right? And there are other creatures. There are other specimens. There are other people. You know, it ain't just us. It's all right here in the Bible. But they don't teach it. Because all they teach is religion. Well, I'm not interested in your religion. I'm only interested in what these words say. And if this words say God created the, the worlds within an S, then that's good enough for me. Ain't nothing I don't need to hear nothing. From no bishop, I don't need to hear nothing. From no pope, I don't hear any nothing. From Jake's and none of the rest of them, because ain't nothing them preaching nothing no way. Not, not, not to my level of knowledge. Amen. See, I'm totally different. I got somewhere else to go. They still preaching. I listened to the brother yesterday. He's still preaching about one widow, issue of blood, and. People still caught up and caught up in that and they're all jumping. Well, when you gonna move from that? Get them people out of that old woe is me state and put, the, put a revelation in them people's head, man. How you gonna keep them people down and out like that? Oh, I know that's you hero. I know, West, I swear that's one of you all heroes, but it don't make no difference to me. I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell it. Tell everybody being your hero. My hero, Jesus. We are first fruits. Persons that are superior in excellence to the others that are the same. God said, now, I done created all of this out here. But you that have been called by my name, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness. You got to receive this thing with meekness, the engrafted word. That means that thing got to get in which is able to do what? What kind of word is able to save your soul? It's gotta be engrafted in you. And it says, get rid of, less-